podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to H Podcast Nation, the home of me, myself, and I. This is episode number seven. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Ace Podcast Nation, of course, your home to many uh, great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts, and more. So please do give us a follow on social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click the bell for notifications, and uh, that really helps us out. Drop a like on the video and all that good stuff. And, of course, if you prefer your podcasts in audio format, then you can catch this show or this series, as well as all content produced by Ace Podcast Nation at the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first dedicated sports podcast network. Find all their shows, all our shows, lots and lots of different content for everybody to enjoy. But uh, if you're not familiar for what this series is, uh, this is basically a question and answer series I just do every week answer any questions on any subject, uh, football or otherwise, and we just have a chat. It's just me shooting the breeze with the peeps, as it were, live and uh, in person. But uh, just as we wait for some for some latecomers from some stragglers to join us, uh, a little Super 6 update, as it were. Uh, so if you're not aware, Ace Podcast Nation, the channel, uh, we are supporting a charity, Super 6 Football Prediction League, raising money for two incredible charities, Maggie Centre, which is a cancer charity, and Mind Mental Health Charity. So what that means is, through the Sky Sports uh, Soccer six, Super 6 Prediction app, um, we've got a private league set up. We're raising money for charity. You can still join it. Uh, there's loads of different ex-footballers playing. Rodri Giggs is, uh, as well as a load of Cardiff City players, who, or ex-Cardiff City players, uh, myself, lots of other players. There's about 90 people involved now. Um, we've raised, uh, what is it? It's like, oh, I can't, off the top of my head, I think it was about 500 and something for charity and there's 300 in the prize pot, something like that. I, I forget off the top of my head. I uh, should have written it down, really. Uh, just so you know, I did have it written down, but don't seem to have it. Um, but anyway, the uh, the update for this week has been a close one at the top of this week. We had seven people all finish with the round on 11 points, only separated by their golden goal predictions. Owen Jones came out on top with Nadine, Jason, Cohen Griffith, Rob Boyle, all on 11. Uh, Nikki and David only just missing out on the top spot. And uh, of course, our very own Andy Campbell and Rodri Giggs in the naughty corner once again. Forgot their predictions. Tut, tut, naughty, naughty. But uh, the next round is Saturday, 3 o'clock. Thankfully, the South Wales derby is not among the predictions. So let's get it done. Get involved. If you're not involved, get involved. Contact Will Melius, who's in the chat, and he'll add you to the league. If you're not on Facebook, give me a shout if you want to join. And uh, I can arrange it. I could be the go-between, as it were, the go-between. Uh, but yeah, let's have a look who's in the chat. We've got Rob Boyles in the chat. Just mentioned him. One of the top scorers in the Football Super 6 Prediction League. Reese's mum is here. With the very own, as mentioned, Will Meldush. Kay Childs. Oi, oi. Nice hour. You'll be lucky if you get an hour out of me today, i got to say. But we'll see how we go. I say that every week. Uh, Matthew Angel is here on YouTube. He's made the switch. All good. Helps me out immensely. Uh, Rob Boyle with some questions. We'll get to them now. Reese is here. Craig is here. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I haven't done my selections yet, Craig, but I will be doing soon. Uh, let's have a look. Leslie's here. Donna Perry's here. That's a good, good, good for you guys. All nice and early. On time, as it were. Um, so... I'm going to start off before I get to those questions. Um, you may remember, I think it was about three episodes ago on this, um, I talked about uh, my son's football match being abandoned uh, due to aggressive behaviour from the other team and their coaches and the, and the parents and stuff. Uh, so the match was abandoned just after half-time. Uh, under 12s, 
which is, you know, as it is, uh, got to take that very seriously, so seriously that you threaten, ask the ref to get in the car park and have a fight, you know, over an offside decision, but whatever. Um, but, uh, and in a slight update to that story, uh, our manager uh, is a lovely guy, top bloke, I handled that situation perfectly. Um, you know, he, he didn't just take him off immediately. He sort of said, look, if it doesn't calm down, if you don't behave appropriately, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take them off. Gave him plenty of warning. They kept doing it. And uh, lo and behold, he has been hit with a three-match ban and a £150 fine by the Welsh FA for ending the game and taking his team off the pitch. Unbelievable. Uh, really, really poor stuff from uh, the Welsh FA. Um, of course, he's appealed it. I am just so... I'm very, very disappointed by that because, look, what our manager did was exactly the right thing. Uh, all he cared about was the safety of the kids. And some of the tackles which were going in were extreme, to say the least. I think I mentioned that there was one particular one where the ball went through to the keeper, our keeper. And uh, their striker just jumped up in the air, two-footed tackle. Um, and as you imagine it, like what you see players in the Premier League doing is exactly like that. Yeah, they what they've seen on TV, they copied and... Um, he was very lucky he didn't cause a serious injury. But their their parents and their coaches, they encouraged that sort of thing. And there was loads of tackles. And eventually there was one one too many. And, and it, was, it was abandoned and our manager took him off. But I think for the Welsh FA to punish our team and to you know give the our manager a, a three-match ban and a £150 fine is absolutely mind-boggling. And I have to say that I was very disappointed by that. Um, when you've got all these different um, respect campaigns, whether it's anti-racism, respect the officials, all this different stuff, which is sort of pumping out every week, propaganda um, on various subjects, rightly so. Of course, you should be encouraging those things. But when it comes down to it, at Parks level, when where this stuff is much more of a problem at parks level than it is in the Premier League, the the local football associations completely bottle it and punish the teams who take their team off. That I read a story uh, literally on Twitter, I think two weeks ago, um, about a guy somewhere up in the north of England had taken his team off after his uh, one of his young a young striker had been. I think it was like a Sunday league team had uh, been racially abused by the sent halves and the team of manager of the other team. He took his team off and then he, they had faced like a massive ban and fine and points deduction. And it's like, how could on one hand you be asking people to respect footballers taking the knee, stand up to racism campaigns, et cetera, et cetera. All right, by the way. But then when it comes down to it at parks level, Sunday league level, whatever Saturday football men's football you get you get punished if you do the right thing and make us take a stand against these things i find it i just find it awful i really uh, get it just i it upsets me i gotta be here really frustrating um on a more positive note my 16 year old son made his debut for the men's football team on saturday in goals um, he was just helping them out they didn't have a goalkeeper so they registered him and he signed uh, first time he's played since before COVID, so a very long time. Uh, but that was like quite a, a big moment for him to make that jump from, you know, under 16s was the last time he played to men's football, uh, and he enjoyed it. But uh, let's have a look. So have a look at some of the comments. See what we have got. Welcome, guys. How are you? Good. All good, mate. Uh, happy birthday for tomorrow. Hope Reese spoils you. Whose birthday is it? All right, Reese's mum's birthday tomorrow. Shout out Reese's mum. Happy birthday, Lorna. You'll never be called Lorna again. Reese's mum forever. That's what you shall be known as forever. But happy birthday. Hope you have a fantastic day. Uh, Reese does say, he says, ha uh, something similar happened when I played football side. Big fight breaks out, uh, involved the parents, the police, etc. Yeah, people just don't know how to behave. And I get, I, I understand, like if you're playing and a bad tackle goes in and there's a bit of a scuffle and you've got words to say, great. But if you're just like, especially for kids football, like you're talking under 12s football, that these people were like, one, encouraging the kids to behave badly, which is a problem. 
and then two just offering the referee out the referees a volunteer you know it's, you're talking about a referee like who's a volunteer you know he doesn't he didn't get paid for his time he just volunteers to do it and offer him to the car park embarrassing grown grown men like embarrassing i really gotta say um yeah sticky davis leslie oh yes one one of these days they're gonna get one of the kids or, or becky or something to bring in some paper from the side goal scores on let your scores dicky davis uh, Gaz says these solo shows are getting better each week. Yeah, I think um, I read they was, I, I enjoy them. I find them tricky, and I think um, if I'm being honest, some I feel like they could go really well. Some I feel are not so good. Like um, the week before last, I thought it was a really really good one. Last week I thought it was okay. We'll see how we go. I'm in a lot of pain today, so it's a bit more of a struggle. Uh, Matthew Angel says, "Can the fans sponsor a show if enough of us chipped in?" Hashtag Ace Nation Army asking as I can see the request for sponsorship going across the screen. Yeah, look, I am currently looking for sponsors for the channel, for the whole show, for some shows, um, whatever it may be. I would prefer to get sponsorships for the shows or for the channel from local businesses because I could get like generic podcast sponsors like Blue Chew and you know, Manscape, all these different ones which you see on all podcasts. But I would rather support local businesses. Um, but like uh, the shows, the channel's growing uh, massively, which is is strange to me at the moment. Like a little bit of honesty for you, like the, as as you all know, like the last probably six or seven weeks has been really difficult for me. Um, obviously, Andy was taking a break. Um, didn't really, don't really know what's going on, at the, like on that side of things. And he was such a big part of the channel. I had two shows with him, um, you know, and I can't regarded him as my as my partner within it. And it's been a tricky time. Um, I'm looking to record my story series three now, and I'm sort of getting that ready. But also, I've been struggling with my health, and I'm in a lot of pain, so it's difficult. But so I, I've been doing like really the bare basic shows. We've got this on a Monday. We get the Friday show with Rodri Giggs, which has really started well, um, already picking up like good numbers and stuff. And then the Sunday we have the the fight show. And then every couple of weeks we would we would get Super Kev, which is on a break at the moment. And um and then the wrestling show, which we have a new episode, Rob Boyle tomorrow. He's got, I've already recorded it. Uh, that's coming out tomorrow night. Um, and we're hoping to record another one on Thursday as well. So a couple of them coming up soon. But go back to what I was saying. Um, it's been weird because I've been kind of struggling a little bit and whatnot. And kind of not panicking, but like stressing, I would say, is probably a better word about what to do next. Coming up with ideas, maybe thinking about different people I'd like to get involved. Um, obviously, Rodri being one of them now, that was initially going to be a temporary show, but I think as you kind of all probably would have guessed and realised that's going to be an ongoing show, regardless of if the day changes, it'll always be here now for the for the foreseeable future. But in the last 28 days, just for instance, um, YouTube alone, is, uh, we've had 64, 64,500 views. Um, so like everything has been going up and up and up, um, which is obviously great news. Um, and when I looked at that this morning, that did give me a bit of a lift because I felt like maybe things are lost, like just in a little bit of a kind of holding pattern, which is frustrating for me. And I didn't want you guys to get frustrated, which is why I've been doing these shows on a Monday to try and keep, you know, giving you guys something. Because ultimately, like before Andy left, we had plans which would have been kicking in around now to really take things on to the next level with it, the, the men members only or the Patreon service, which would have all these exclusive stuff, a live show, which would have been in like a, exactly a month today, like which is when my birthday is. And, and it's all these different things, which unfortunately couldn't pan out for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's been a weird one. But to see all the numbers growing and stuff, that, that, that gave me a bit of a lift, I've got to say. Um, I could tell you a secret as well, maybe later about the Rodri gig show we'll see but um let's have a look at some of these concert con- uh, ace podcast nation proudly sponsored by reese's mum that would be good that'd be awesome mm-hmm. come on then reese's mum open your purse um kate charles says the money show is really good it took time to get used to not seeing andy 
yeah, it is. It's been weird, mate. It's been even weirder for me. Like, like I said, like, I would, even though Andy, you know, technically was only doing, you know, the, the shows with me, uh, he's technically not a part of like Ace Podcast Nation per se. But, um, yeah, it's just good stuff. So there we go. Um, let's, let's have a look at some of these car, the, the questions and the comments. Uh, Got to scroll back a little bit, see what we got. See what we got. Um, uh, look, Reese's mum says when Reese was playing football, a guy picked up one of the ladies with us and threw her across the pitch. He was a massive guy, and she was only four foot six. Jesus, that's scary thought. And, uh, and the thing is, like these days, it's sad to say. You just don't know what people are going to do, what they're carrying. They've got a knife, all this wild stuff that maybe you wouldn't have had to consider years ago. Like, I just I just think it's really sad that people behave like that at, at kids' football. You know, I get the heat of the moment and stuff like that if it's a, a men's game or even like teenagers. But like when it's just a kids' football match, it's like, come on, the coaches are supposed to lead by example. And they, um, Donna Perry says, who do you think? Uh, or what do you think, sorry, about there being two protected sports for Commonwealth Games, swimming and athletics? It's hmm. uh, an interesting, interesting question, Don. I, I think I agree with it. I think, like, I think um, the swimming, swimming and athletics are what is the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games and the World Championships. That's what they're built on, and I think they should absolutely be protected i actually believe that particularly uh, well both of them swimming and athletics they those athletes need and deserve more funding from the whether it comes from the government or the lottery or whatever because some of them are really some of those athletes like they're really struggling to um to pay for their training and all that sort of stuff and i think that is a problem because if they can't afford to train to that one you eventually you might run out of people doing it because they haven't got the funds to train for it properly or you just don't compete now at the moment the uk athletes are all competing at pretty much at the you know at the top level but if they can't afford to train and have the professional coaches and the facilities then of course eventually that will stop happening and they'll stop competing so yeah that is a problem um i'd like to see more funding going into athletics particularly uh donna uh, Lorna Evans, 53 tomorrow, Reese's mum. Had tickets to see Tom Jones in Edinburgh in August next year. Nice. Nice, Tom Jones. Tom Jones is playing in Cardiff in December. Uh, I think he's supporting Stereophonics, I believe. Um, and I th Donna just says there's still tickets to see him in Cardiff on Friday as well. So, um, let's have a look. Donna Perry says you do so well. Roger Giggs is a star, and the fight show is getting better and better, I think. Uh, Reese's mum says, landed my Ace Podcast Nation t shirt as well. Nice. Well done, Reese's mum. And uh, Reese, as well, he said he's really enjoyed having Ben on the fight show. It's great being able to make a point and have someone agree with me on a Sunday. Yeah, and I think um, for you guys, obviously, you from what I can gather from you guys watching those shows on a Sunday, you kind of maybe know a bit more about boxing and stuff. And obviously the last few weeks we've been talking a lot about boxing with the Joshua fight and then the Fury fight on the weekend that we've had Ben come in as our boxing analyst, which he, you know, he'll keep, keep going. And um, we'll always do that. Uh, Reese says, don't worry, mate. I'll be wearing my new age party shirt in the, in the gym in the evenings, which will hopefully get some more people checking it out. That'd be nice, mate. I appreciate uh, you and your mum buying the t shirts, appreciate it massively. I've got to say, uh, Craig Sullivan says, What do you think of Brownie breaking news that Mike Ashley's gonna buy Cardiff? Um, well, look. I, I don't have a problem with Brownie whatsoever. Um, I actually quite like him to talk to. I find him, he's a funny dude. I've got a lot of time for him as a person. I think he's all right. Um, it's, it's up to him, isn't it? You do what people, you you can do what you want on your, it's your channel. It's your, you can put out whatever content you want. You can uh, frame it however you want. And that's entirely up to you. 
and him and whoever else, everyone can do what they want with their channel. Um, like the the kind of and there's a lot of channels, not just his. Like there's a lot of channels who kind of discuss every football rumor which comes up about their team or just generally, and they'll discuss every rumor. Like they'll put out short videos and do it. I got no problem with that whatsoever. I think um, it's not for me personally, but that that not to say that's right or wrong. Um, his channel's been. He's, uh, well, I, the last time I looked a few months ago, um, he had really started to get a bit of momentum in terms of his views and stuff. Um, like I say, good for him. Um, and I don't think Mike Ashley is going to buy Cardiff City. I'd be disappointed if he does. Um, I'd rather keep the current uh, regime. That's all I'll say in terms of how much I don't want Mike Ashley. Uh, Leslie says, why don't you get Jim Platt on? Yeah, I would like to get Jim Platt on again. Actually, would like to have Jim. I might, I might um, see if I can get Jim Pat, to, Jim Platt, to be a guest on the My Story series because I actually think he's um, obviously we talked a lot about his career, but I think he's he must have some incredible stories. Um, so I think uh, getting him on to tell his story in detail from kind of like start to finish could be a really interesting episode of that, and I, that's why I like the My Story because you're hearing people's stories in their own words and then as they're going through and they're remembering different parts different different places in their career the start and the middle and they come up with they just you see their their mind ticking as they remember stories and and anecdotes and stuff i i love that and that's i'm really looking forward to um the next series we got a few really good i'd what i've got pretty much a whole series planned out at this time at this point in time just waiting on one or two to get back to me um but at the moment, I've got pretty much a full lineup of guests for that one, which I'm more than happy with, which is good. Uh, Reese says, what's, uh, what's everyone's thoughts on the news that Olympic boxing has been corrupted for the past few years? Um, I haven't seen that one, mate, so you'll have to give me some uh, some more deets to that, and um, we'll go from there. have a look what else we got um i donna says she would have thought cycling would be protected as well yeah i think cycling took such a big hit with the all the drugs um stuff over the last year few years i wonder if that's had an impact on it becoming or it being included in that kind of protected sport category because it has got like that that reputation of being a bit don't know a bit corrupt for lack of a better word um and it kind of just is what it is but then as rob's just said there like all sports are corrupt unfortunately in some way and i think that's very true whether it's drugs or it's financial corruption or it's cheating within this sport every sport has got some sort of issue with that so i think um yeah it's it's kind of like that but donna says the hosts basically can choose what sports they want uh, when they host the games, but they have to have sport and uh, swimming and athletics. So, yeah, I guess cycling should probably be in there. Like, but the swimming and the athletics for me is they're they're two most important aspects of those, like the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games, the World Championships. So I I, I kind of get it. Um, Reese's mum says I thought. The uh, Sala case was delivering a verdict this week. Yeah, um, it's one of them, and I think it's going to drag on forever and ever. That that case is. Um, I don't think it's going to spell good news for Cardiff overall, but I just it's left a very bitter taste in the mouth uh, overall. And I think the saddest thing of the whole thing is people are so focused on Cardiff not paying the fee and then the, if they're forced to, the effect that it's going to have on the club's long-term future, that it's kind of lost that a young man or two men lost their lives. Like, it's, I just find it a bit... Yeah, it leaves a bit of a sour taste for me. I um, it is what it is. I'm going to get Harry on again soon because he's... You know, he's still investigating and uh, just, you know, looking into that at all times. He keeps really up to date with it. Maybe I'll get him on next Monday to have a little chat about it. If they do give a verdict, even if he just comes on for like a quick 20-minute stint on this show, 
to uh to just to fill us in on what's what because he's good uh rob boyle said that was such a political answer side um yeah well you know look i haven't got a problem with i'm assuming you're talking about brownie i haven't got a problem with brownie whatsoever um like at all not even a little bit um and him or anyone else can do what they want on their channels just as i can do what i want on mine and that's just the way it is everyone's gonna do things differently everyone's gonna think about things differently everything's gonna everyone's gonna look at things differently it's just the way of the world if everyone thought the same everyone did everything the same if everyone's youtube channels were the same it'd be boring as shit so come on i'm sorry i'm, I'm sure you all wanted to rant but just i'm just you know, i'm in too much pain for ranting uh khr says do you play fifa si uh this year is the first time i've never bought it so i used to buy fifa every year i used to get it every year around christmas because it's around my birthday and christmas so I, and my son's birthday as well so we kind of used to get it uh i didn't buy it last year i think that was the first year we hadn't bought it i was thinking about buying it this year just because um like i mentioned to you before i'm gonna do some streaming um gaming streaming um on twitch with my boys and um I thought like FIFA would be a good way, good one to do with them because we can kind of all play it and talk about it and stuff. But well, yeah, we'll see. Um, Reese says, I mean, when you're as big as Sai, I don't think you take any notice of channels that are small and that bad. Oh, mate, come on. Come on now. There's no need for that. Um, I am um, uh, in no way do I have a big channel either, by the way. But <laughs> I appreciate the concept, I suppose. But yeah, no, everyone could do what they want. Everyone could do what they want. Um, let's have a look. Paul Merson on TV tonight. What a guy, says Reese's mum. Uh, Rob Boyle says, what's your thoughts on Madrid's keepers' views on top-end footballers being overworked? Copy and paste it from the start. So, um, that's a tricky concept, isn't it? Because automatically, when that sort of thing comes up about footballers, people automatically kind of jump on or they get paid hundreds of thousands of pounds a week millions a year they you know they live a life of luxury so and compared to everyone else working a nine to five or 50 hours a week and all this sort of stuff then they're not really overworked are they you know they're they're not they're just not compared to everybody else who's living in the real world paying bills and living paycheck to paycheck footballers have got it easy let's be fair that i think that's important to say up front because you're basically getting paid a lot of money to 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 do something you love play a hobby and that like you know it's um leaves a bit of a sour taste then doesn't it when you've got people who work half a day every day not even every day training and then they've got the rest of the day off they play two matches a week the most get paid millions for it saying they're overworked then of course people are going to get a bit pissed off and they of course they are but on the other hand i would say that it's they do play a lot of football um and they try and cram it in to like especially with covid and everything being crammed in i think they probably feel a bit more overworked in the last probably year or so but then um, I look at the I look at the way the life of the footballers was over COVID era, and then I look at cricketers, and the cricketers have by far had it tougher. They've been away from their families for pretty much the whole of the last year, going from tour to court tour, country to country, just living in a bubble, like living in hotels, and they're just completely isolated from their family, from the public, from everything. They've had it difficult top end footballers haven't really like really i get that like the covid era has made it difficult and different because people are you're more them everyone's more isolated over the last year like they've been living in a hotels and they particularly at certain points they weren't allowed to go outside the hotel and you're kind of in a hotel room and and the pool and the gyms are not open and stuff like that of course it's difficult but come on i don't think uh real madrid's keeper can moan about being overworked when you've got people working 60 hour weeks living paycheck to paycheck i think it's 
poor judgment on his part, shall we say. Um, let's have a look, see then. What else we got? One nil Wales, a few people saying. So I'd like to hear if that's the case. I haven't got it on today. Uh, 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 uh. Reese said, so the boxing, uh, Olympic boxing being corrupt, the scoring judges have been using hand signals to each other to fix fights to allow certain people to win. There was a big investigation was launched after several fights were dubiously called and a few Russians won when they shouldn't. I mean, is it a surprise to anyone that there was corruption involved when it came to the kind of Russians? Don't think so, but you know, it's not a surprise. It's, it's, look, I don't like it at all, but I think anything which involves judges is open to abuse, um, good or bad, getting decisions wrong honestly, or getting decisions wrong because they're abusing the system. I think that's kind of um, the way it is. It's just kind of, yeah, I don't know, mate. It's um, it's a tricky one. I just, no, I don't like to see it. Don't like to see it at all. I'd rather all sports be fair and be the best versus the best and kind of go on go that route but we'll see leslie says i'm meeting jim at the riverside 1973 74 team uh soonest uh big jacks team all the stars will be there sounds like that'll be a great evening my friend um what else we got gd parry says it was uh it's really turned people on city just because it was sick i think people didn't need a reason mate to hate cardiff anyway like other clubs other clubs fans don't like us, whether it's because we're Welsh and we're in the English league, whether it's because of the, the soul crew, dare I say, or whatever. People generally don't like Cardiff, which you know, I like it. I like it that way anyway, mate, I've got to say. I prefer to be the club that everyone hates, but, um, you know, is where it is, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, you are probably right. I think people have kind of... But I also think that there's a lot of un... Uh, and I, I don't want to say uneducated, but people who don't know the, perhaps the full story or haven't looked into the reasons why Cardiff haven't paid the fee and also haven't listened to, for instance, the interviews that or the interview which I did with Mehmet Dalman, where we talked about it in detail and he sort of put, laid out the whole reason of why Cardiff haven't paid it yet. And I understand it from their side i understand it from the outside looking in look if swansea were in exactly the same position as us i'd probably be criticizing them for not paying it if we're being honest we all probably all would um it does look bad it doesn't look great you know we sh on paper you think come on just pay it and do it uh and then we'll go from there but i don't know it's a difficult one uh gd Paris says i haven't bought fifa since fifa 19 uh donna perry says what are you doing for your birthday si oh one month today exactly a month today um i don't know donna honestly i like like i said i kind of had the winds taken out of my sails a little bit like i had all those plans didn't i and and um like I would be really ramping up for that live show now and getting really ready for it and I'd be getting excited for it and I'd be kind of doing all the, the arrangements for it. So it's kind of taken the wind out of my sails a bit. I'm sure as my birthday comes nearer, I'll be maybe a bit more excited or depressed. I don't know. People get depressed when they turn 40, don't they? But I am not in that frame of mind. I'm more, yeah, just another day, I suppose. But we'll see. We'll, 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 we will we will see. Um, Reese's mum says she's glad she doesn't have to buy the Xbox games anymore. As I, I had to buy Reese's PlayStation games and the same version of the game for his brother uh, for the Xbox. Yeah, that's um, I, we're lucky in some ways that the boys, our three boys, they all play on the Xbox together generally, or they all take it in turns or whatever. So we haven't got to, we've only got to buy the game once. Unfortunately, they don't all like the same games, which makes it uh, can make it expensive. Um, I'm glad to see Kiefer Moore score though. Uh, he's had a rough season, probably not all his fault, um, because of the way Cardiff have set up and the way he played. Um, and then whilst we go, Rob Boyle says, Not sure if you saw my Twitter comment earlier, sorry, but my comment caused a bit of a divide. Uh, 
I have not seen that, Rob. So um, was that, did you tag me in that or was it just a comment you made on Twitter? Because if it was just a comment you made on Twitter, I probably would have missed it simply because I don't really go on social media uh, unless it's to like promote a show or something like that. But just simply because, especially Twitter, I find it a bit of a cesspool of cesspool of negativity, as it were. But I am going to have a quick look, see what you've been saying. They try and get banned from Twitter now. Are you as well as Facebook? Um, so what was your comment? Let's have a look. Rob Boyle's comments. Um, Rob Boyle said in response to Thibaut Courtois' uh, comments on football has been overworked, he said, maybe I have my blinkers on, but I find it extremely difficult to feel sorry for high-end footballers. Try working a dead-end job on low wage, working 40 to 50 hours a week just to scrape by and provide for your family. That's pretty much what I said, wasn't it? It's, um, it's kind of one of them. Um, first comment says, trust me, their job is way harder than, than yours. They train for hours every day. You think that's easy. Retire at 35 and have no pension. Yeah, I'm not having that as a comment. Back The first comment back to you, that was, Rob. I, I kind of not having that because, one, they don't need a pension. The top-end footballers we're talking about, which is what Courtois was specifically talking about they don't need a pension because if they're not stupid because they get like 100 grand a week that's like a couple of years wages for most people if not more so you know come on stupid stupid people um right what else we got in the in the comments guys says keep spitting the truth oh i appreciate that mate um uh, Donna, I haven't seen Bellamy's interview about um, depression, his depression. I will have a look at that, though. Um, obviously, we talked about when he, because he's left, he left his job at Andalact and stuff. And, um, yeah, I think, I, I just hope he's all right, to be honest. And um, I hope he can sort of get himself together and and, and, and feel better because it's a, it's a real thing and it's a, it's a, it's a hard thing to get through. Um it's difficult when you feel like that to, to kind of turn it around. And I think, you know, he's been through a lot he's, the last few years. Like, he's obviously his career finished. You had Gary Speedy, who he was close to, um, passed away. He had the stuff with Cardiff, which meant he left the club. And then he's got to Belgium. And it's, like, he's had a lot going on, a lot to deal with. So hopefully he can find uh, a way to to get back to clearer clearer shores, as it were. Um, but I will have a look at that. Um, I'll speak up. Uh, Lord Reese's mum says the ref who's just come out will not be picked to referee a game in Qatar. Yeah, see, this is how can I put this? Like I've got problems with this Qatar World Cup like, like real issues with it I have from the start and it starts with the treatment of the workers who built, they've been, had building all the stadiums etc to get the World Cup on in the first place like people die in to build those stadiums, that's a problem straight away like, why, I don't understand why corporations and all the sponsors and the FAs around the world, FIFA etc why is why are we okay with people dying to to build the stadiums to put this World Cup on? Like why why is that like a an acceptable thing? Why is that an acceptable loss? It's not it's not for me, and I would assume it's not for most of you guys. So why why I don't know it vexes me. But then you've got um, the other issues around how maybe how women are treated, how people who are gay are treated, and other things. It's an issue, isn't it? And I'm not sure, but would that referee want to go to Qatar to referee? The, yeah, of course he wants to referee the World Cup. It would be a career high. Does he want to go and do it in Qatar? Would he feel safe? Would he feel comfortable? Probably not. Um, I saw, I read, listened to a really interesting podcast the other week um, about from these two comedians, and they were saying like, They've done some some comedic work, stand-up comedy out in Qatar and the Middle East, 
and they find it really difficult because they said that they always feel like if just when you're out there, not even when they're doing the shows, but when you're out there, they're like they're always concerned that if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, you could end up in jail and be kind of stranded there. And I think if you add in uh, other things like gender and sexuality and stuff, it be, does become a massive problem. Um, Research says also there won't be uh, there'll be no women allowed. I'm assuming in, in that's in the stadium. No alcohol. Uh, no people. Of, no people of the same sexual orientation. Orient, oriental people. The Middle Eastern countries are shocking with their views and laws. Um, look, I think when you go to other people's countries and stuff, you've got to respect their laws and stuff um, in terms of what is the law and and you know you shouldn't go there and cause trouble and all that sort of stuff. Um, but alcohol is allowed in the special fan zones and hotels. I just, for me, look, if it wasn't for the fact that I've got to talk about it and football and, you know, we're going to talk about the shows and the football matches and we'll probably end up doing like the multiple shows a week with multiple people like we did in the Euros. If it didn't, if, it, if I didn't have a YouTube channel, I would seriously consider not watching that World Cup just on principle and my principle is more like it really upsets me that people have died building those stadiums and no one seems to give a shit that really bothers me um keep spitting the truth indeed mate well, you know everyone's entitled to their opinion um what else we got rob Boyle agrees well then rob uh just while i'm just uh thinking tomorrow uh, night or yeah tomorrow night i think a uh, new episode of keeping it real um it's only about 40 minutes long i think um it's me and andrew post wrestling journalist andrew um but we spend about 30 minutes of it talking about tessa blanchard uh, and her racist comments and her spitting at someone and basically should she be allowed back into wrestling um and then also like what could she have done to be accepted back into wrestling with people it's really interesting really interesting conversation um about people behavior and making mistakes and things like that and people being cancelled and that sort of thing um but it's very very interesting conversation uh so check that out tomorrow and um, probably be out at eight o'clock tomorrow night um i might even stream it to facebook and youtube i don't know yet uh reese's mum says totally agree side dishonoring uh the young guy's memory and i think that's in reference to sarah i agree uh, Donna Perry says November the 11th will come to your party and it's Remembrance Day Donna because they'll remember me forever uh, Reese says let's all go to the pub on the Saturday night and celebrate your birthday side oh, Reese, the, uh, I appreciate the thought mate and like I think yeah that'd be great but ultimately I think I might be too antisocial but we'll see we'll see um donna says i'm sure rodri kev and danny would support you in a live show yeah all three of those were going to come down um for the live show um it was gonna you know it was gonna be a proper celebration um every single person who's ever been been a co-host is a co-host would have been there so you're talking reese who does the conspiracy theories and the serial killer files with me he was going to be there uh, Jacob, who does mental health and sport, he was going to be there. Jamie, who does films and TV, he was going to be there. Uh, Danny, Kev, Rodri, Andy, everybody, all going to be there. Jilo, I was hoping, was going to be there. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, Reese's mum says, turning 50 was amazing. Um, I got to see... Oh, I've gone off it now. Um, oh, the comments have gone all weird. Sorry. Ah, uh, there you go. Turning 50, I went to New York, saw 30 Seconds to Mars in concert, and Cardiff City got promoted. What more could you do? Um, son of the year, Reese says. Did you send her there? Oh, Danny Ward's nearly costing us again, apparently. Look, after everything he did in the Euros, I would find it difficult to criticise him, even though he's had an absolute nightmare on uh, on Saturday absolute nightmare and um look we could have won that game as well like thought we played exceptionally well i had said to um 
someone in the morning that I would have taken a point all day long and we got a point so gotta be happy with that but um I thought actually we probably deserve to win mistakes probably cost us Aaron Ramsey one of the best footballers midfielders in the world on his day and if it wasn't for his broken leg and his um injuries which have kind of followed followed that he would have been um and he would be considered one of the best midfielders of his generation and i believe that he is one of the best midfielders of his generation um because on his day he is world class and if you said to me now bale or ramsey are going to retire tomorrow and they won't be at the world cup if you qualify You've got to pick one i would pick ramsey to stay on um, and i think that says uh, everything you need to say about aaron ramsey and how highly i regard him in that wales team craig sullivan says if we beat swansea on uh, sunday do you think that will give mick more time and would he deserve it i mean it's subjective isn't it like for me personally no, like I think he should probably go. I'm sure for others they would take beating Swansea to keep him for a bit longer. But for me, the football is so bad. Um, the decision making is pretty bad as well. The substitutions and stuff. I think. Um, I think, guys, I've discussed this already. Like on with Rodri, we went into great detail with it a couple of weeks ago. Like, but. Yeah, I just feel like that era of this type of football is it's gone. It's not successful anymore. That's why Mourinho has not been successful in his last few jobs. That that the football's changed and the dinosaur way of playing, the the kind of conservative long ball, keep everything compact. This doesn't work anymore. You could be compact, but it's just you've got to play a different way. Um, but I only want them to get rid of him if they're going to bring in. Uh, uh, like a Carl Robinson or similar. Otherwise, don't bother. Uh, Qatar World Cup talking of corruption in sports says, well, absolutely. That's the only reason the World Cup is there is corruption. Let's face it. Because I think England were uh, up against them, weren't they? It was a big shout that it was going to be an England World Cup. And I think that would have been, it was it's about time, isn't it? They haven't had a World Cup since 66 or whatever. So, you know, it's about bloody time. And so uh, somehow Qatar came out on top, which is bizarre. Um, I would like, before I die, to see a World Cup held in Britain, like over England, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, and Northern Ireland. I would love that. That would be like, um, it's one of the few things on my football bucket list to see that and Wales at a World Cup. Uh, Reese says, I think we'll win. Well, a win will buy him time, but I don't know. Surely getting rid of Tomlin means that we can f use some of that wage for free transfers. Otherwise, I don't see the point. But I cannot see Mick last until January. Um, my opinion is the only reason that Lee Tomlin left is because um, he disagreed with Mick McCarthy um, and he was quite public about it. Ultimately, if you disagree with the manager publicly, you better hope that the board and the rest of the team agree with you and they're willing to say so, because otherwise you're gone. Steve Bruce is going to be gone soon, and I notice he's favourite for the Cardiff job. I'd take him over Mick McCarthy, but that's about it. He wouldn't be a, like a, a choice of mine. Rob Boyle says, I'll only watch if Wales qualify. Rob, just if Wales don't qualify, or if they do, just don't bother watching it and just watch our shows talking about it. That's what I would say. Um, definitely be catching, keeping it real, says Rob. Matthew Angel says, what's the secret you're going to share with us, mate? Um, um, it's, I mean, it's not like a top, top secret, but um, I've secured uh, use of a studio, uh, a very, very nice one at that, um, top of the range one, in fact, it's brand new. Um, so I think soon uh maybe once a month twice a month maybe probably once a month at the moment me and Roger are going to record a show in a studio um the first one will be recorded 
and we'll put it out on a Friday. But what I'll do is because I the interaction for the shows is so important to the way we do things that I'm always reluctant to do recorded shows if I can avoid it. So what I will do for that first that first one that we do record is I'll put it out on a Friday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter like we normally do. And then I will come into the I'll come on the chat and kind of interact with you guys due um, while the show's on and stuff. Um, but I'm gonna try to look into a way that we can live stream it from the studio, you know, talk sport, and then they all do it, don't they? Now these days they um, stream onto YouTube. So it's it's doable. I just need to obviously have a look at the facility and, and stuff. Um more to follow on that front, but obviously that's a big step for us. That's something that I've been wanting to do for a while is to have um a studio where we can record shows i can have guests in to record shows and stuff i think it's the next step logical step if and other than like if one of the shows got picked up somewhere um like obviously there was uh, some interest in the ac footy show for a bit um it's yeah like it's and i think in terms of when you're putting clips and stuff out like that it does look better if you've got a studio setting and then you're sat together rather than on a, what is effectively a zoom call just think it catches people's eye more so that'll be good to get some clips and then if people if we can catch some people with clips with that like in the studio and then then they check out the other shows that's good because then it's like like you can get people in sometimes people might skip your clips because you looks like a zoom call or whatever even though I try my best to make it look good and not be look just like a Zoom call. Um, because I always, I stand by all the content that we make and stuff. I think it's all very, very good. And I think if people would give it a chance, they would enjoy it if you're interested in you know the subject that's being discussed or whatever, or the guest. But I just feel like sometimes maybe people will skip as they're scrolling through if they see a Zoom call as opposed to a studio. So hopefully we can kind of combat that on that side. Um, Will says he's not looking forward to Sunday hate losing to the Jacks and I'm always nervous in the lead up to the game well neither team is doing particularly well at the moment so I suppose it's, um, it's what it is uh, GD Parry says even if they replace Bruce the new guy can't bring anyone in until January yeah I don't know if there's we, I was trying to find out on Friday if there's anyone like particularly de decent who's available on free at the moment there was no one who stood out where I could find. Uh, Donna says, we can come to Rade, you can sit in the corner, we can just buy you drinks. You don't have to talk to us. Well, first and foremost, if you're in Rade, you'll be in a different place to me because I don't live there anymore. And uh, second of all, I wouldn't ignore you guys. Come on. Just on the social. Uh, Cade says, Roger's uh, class answers and questions, to be honest. Um, And to be honest, the press used to make him out to be a wrong and but in no way he's a nice chap. Yeah, Rodri is an absolute diamond. Um, and like the thing is, like, look, everyone's made mistakes in their lives, everyone's done things they're not proud of, everything's everyone's been through different things. And like I saw like when Rodri mentioned jail on Friday, like a few people were like, Oh wow. But like, you know, he's honest, like he'll talk about anything if beats it. And I said to him afterwards, like do you mind when people are asking those questions? And he's like, no, I've got nothing to hide. Like, it's all out there. It's not a secret. And, like, he's open and honest. He'll answer anything. He'll If he doesn't want to answer it, he'll say, I don't want to answer it. And But most of form, first and foremost, he's a top guy. Um, i got so much time for him. Uh, he's a really sound dude. And I think that comes across in the way he conducts himself, in the way he answers questions. Even when Ryan pops up, you'll never see him kind of, get a bit flustered and stuff like that he'll answer it he'll answer it professionally he'll answer it honestly and i think i think if i was in the same situation i'm not entirely sure i'd be able to deal with it as well as he does so it is what it is uh rob Bo says donna and i can serenade you with some take that songs all right i think thanks uh graham jones temporarily doesn't make sense yeah i think graham jones is a big part of the england setup so i'm not sure if he'd 
want to step away from that. I don't know. Maybe you would. Um, Jeannie Parry says that Estonia are getting a bit grabby now, but uh, the, the ref's got to stay on top of it. Will says, um, when Ram when Aaron Ramsey is fit, he's definitely first on the team sheet for me. When he came back to us on loan after his injury, it showed how good he was to make the rest of the team look like amateurs. Yeah, look, uh, Aaron Ramsey, mate, is a phenomenal footballer. Um, and in my opinion, is one of the greats to play for Cardiff, um, to come out with Cardiff. Uh, right, last couple. Um, I'm going to fly through some of these comments now. Uh, da, 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 da. Do the host nations automatically qualify anymore? Yes, they do, as far as I'm aware. Um, it's crazy to think, Reese says, it's crazy to think how much that injury set him back. If he never had that injury, he would have been spoken about in the same breath as some of the great footballers. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Um, and the problem is, it's not the, it's not just the, the leg break and the year after that, or the 18 months after that in recovery. It's the niggly injuries that he's had because of that. And you speak to any physio or doctor and they'll always say, if you have a serious mm -hmm. leg break or bone break like that, a serious one, mm -hmm. it will always have complications with muscular and ligament injuries afterwards. And he's definitely at that. And I feel for him massively because even though he's had a great career and he's won trophies and this, that and the other, like there'll always be a little aspect of what could have been with him, unfortunately. And I'm, that's why I was so glad that Wales got to the Euros for, for people like him. And, you know, there's regardless of what's going on with Ryan Giggs and people like that, like people like him and Bellamy and and uh, the others who missed out on going to a major tournament. Like, I'm glad that the, the Ramses and Bales and Gunters of the world didn't have that same, you know, they didn't miss out on it. Um, and obviously, Ramsey was blinded in that tournament and ultimately him not being available for the Portugal semi-finals, probably the reason why Portugal beat us, ultimately. Um, right, last couple, if you've got any questions, send them in, because I'm finishing on one hour. Uh, Donna Perry says, where is the studio? Is it in your house? No, it's not in my house. Um, it's in Cardiff. Um, that's all I'll say at the moment. But I can tell you, it's owned by a company. Um, a media company, in fact. Um, but that's about all I can say at the moment. Don't want to curse it, but um, it's definitely we're allowed to use it. And uh, I think that again, as well, that says a lot about how far the channels come and stuff that people you know want us to use their their stuff. Um, I bet Donna says I bet the live chat's not as good on other podcasts. No, no way is it? They haven't got the same quality of of uh, audience. That's why. Great news on the studio. Very good, very good, very good. Um, Reese says, I do think a big selling point of this part is the fan interaction. It's like no other podcast I know of. Allows us uh, as fans to ask someone a question live. It's one of the many things that makes this pod special. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, like me and Andy built that, like the ability to be able to ask like your heroes and some big names Especially, you know, we had some real good guests on there uh, and hopefully in the future too, where you could just ask them in real time questions. Like you can't do that everywhere else. And, and you know, nine times out of 10, your question wasn't getting like, um, like if you go and talk sport, you've got to tell them what the question is before you ask it. And they might not ask it. We don't do that unless it's ridiculous. We can ask it. Um and that's why, you know, if Andy is unable to come back or chooses not to, whatever it may be, I will, I am considering doing the My Story series as the new Monday show, because I think that could be awesome in that it's the same concept. It's just not just footballers. There'll probably footballers on there, but there'll also be actors and writers and musicians and authors and whatever else it may be. Like that, that opens up a whole wide thing of, questions and people's careers and stuff and like i think that could be quite awesome i gotta be honest um uh, and also i want to say again i mentioned this on friday um k child who watches the show every week every episode monday friday uh, he's always in youtube live chat he hasn't got facebook but he's still in the youtube 
uh, and commenting and, and getting involved in the show. Big shout out to him and his father. Uh, his father's been in hospital, um, which we mentioned on Friday. So prayers to him. But also he's had a stroke um, this evening and uh, is, is really fighting for his life. Uh, Cade, mate, honestly, can't tell you enough, mate, how much I'm thinking of you. And uh, I really hope uh, that everything works out for you and your dad. Your dad pulls through, mate. But um, try and keep your chin up and um, just keep going, mate. And, and just uh, keep talking to him. Keep going. And, uh, definitely got your back, my friend. And um, do you know what? I'm going to end it there um, on that because ultimately this channel is not what it is without you guys. And um, not only am I deeply appreciative appreciative of you guys and how much you support me and, and everything else, but also I care massively about you guys and um, your friends, your families, everything like that. And... Um, Take care, my friends. Join me on Friday at 7 with Rodri. It's going to be a good one before the South Wales derby, of course. Be feisty as ever. And also, um, don't forget to um, check out Keeping It Real tomorrow, where we had a very interesting conversation about uh, you know race and, and can't people getting cancelled and stuff. So uh, take care, my friends. Be good. If you can't be good, be nice. Sports Social Podcast Network.